Hello, and welcome back to Autopsy of a Horror Movie. It has been a little bit of a break. It's been a little bit too long, but I'm finally back. I am here. I am back from my little wedding hiatus that I've been on since about July or so. And thank you so much for coming back to the show. Thank you for sticking around and being patient with me. I am back, and in my downtime that I've had, I've been toying with how I can experiment and play around and tweak with the show some more. So you guys just bear with me as you will be kind of seeing me experiment in real time with playing around with the schedule, some new segments, and just, you know, kind of adjusting certain types of episodes formats. Um, I am totally open to feedback and how much you guys are enjoying it or not enjoying it. So just be sure to let me know how you're liking things and if there's anything that you would like to see improved. Now, before I get into today's topics, um, I want to say thank you to everybody that sent in that either like mailed me cards or sent me a really nice message on Instagram or Twitter, just congratulating Kat and I on the wedding. We had a fantastic time. The ceremony was beautiful. It was so much fun. Uh, we had an outdoor wedding in Jackson, Michigan at the beginning of September. We had beautiful weather. It was so nice. I got to see uh, close friends and family members, and it was also the first time our families have really gotten to meet each other. So it was just a beautiful time. And thank you again, everybody that sent cards or messages. It meant a lot to both of us. But enough with personal stuff. Let's get on to the horror topics for today. So this is a new type of episode segment I've been wanting to do called Horror Bites. And this was actually, uh, the name Horror Bites was actually a workshopped title I had for the podcast before I got things going. But what I plan on doing with these is that uh, we'll be previewing next week's episode, previewing any sort of bonus stuff I have coming, Patreon stuff, plugging some more Horror Press good articles, and maybe talking about a little piece of horror news here and there. Let's start off with a little piece of news that I saw this week from Bloody Disgusting, in which they revealed that Lionsgate is now working on a remake trilogy for the 2008 horror movie The Strangers. And I can't say how against this that I am. Uh, I guess that's a little strong to say, but I'm not excited or enthused by this at all. Um, The Strangers is a pretty good horror movie. It's actually still very scary today. I tend to watch that at least probably like once a year, maybe, maybe every other year. Um, I did do a review with, with the folks over at Pop Poor Review. People want to check that episode out, but this movie came out in 2008. It's not that old. It's not even two decades. It's not even 15 years old at this point. I, I this feels like poppycock and grab assy. I am kind of against it. Um, just reading the premise from a Deadline uh, article that you can find online. This was written by Matt Grobar um, that came out earlier this week. Uh, the movie will be following a girl and her new boyfriend that are beginning a new life together and they are moving to the Pacific Northwest as they are driving cross country. When their car breaks down in Venice, Oregon, they are forced to spend the night in a uh, secluded Airbnb where they are terrorized from dusk till dawn by three masked strangers. Sounds awfully familiar. Again, it's a remake, so I guess I shouldn't be too surprised. Um, doesn't, I, I just, I don't know. I just don't know how they're going to make a trilogy out of this. And also, I'm just a little, uh, a remake, really? It's, I don't know. I'm just, I think I'm just more annoyed that it's 
a remake of a movie that's not even 15 years old. I just wish that we would come up with more, I don't know, original ideas. But will I be watching it? Most likely. So we'll see how it is. Let me know what you think about them remaking The Strangers into a new trailer. Or I'm sorry, a new trilogy. And again, not even 15 years old. Reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at Brooker Horror, and I would love to know your thoughts. So, I did a poll on Twitter and Instagram this week, and you guys voted on my next episode that I'll be working on. And you guys voted for a Kill Grade episode for the Wes Craven classic from 1996, Scream. And I'm actually really happy that you guys picked this out of the bunch that I gave. I think that this will be fun to go through the kills specifically in this movie. And I might be tweaking a little bit with the kill grade format and making it more of kind of like a ranking, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it is. But to preview next week's full episode on the Scream Kill Grade, let's go ahead and check out the trailer and see what we can learn from it. Hello? Hello? Who is this? If you tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> I don't think so. What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh Uh-huh. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. Someone is playing a deadly game. It all began with a scream over 911. Someone who's seen one too many scary movies. Now he's taken his love of fear. Hello? Hello, Sydney. One step too far. Do you like scary movies? What's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. There are certain rules. That one must abide by in order to successfully survive a scary movie. Number one, you can never have sex. Never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. Get another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. Who did he make the rules? The police are always on track. If they watch Palm Night, it's safe time. He just kills by them. Don't answer the phone. Don't open the door. Don't try to hide. Everybody's a suspect! You're not scared, are you? Squeak. Scream was written by Kevin Williamson and directed by the late, great Wes Craven. The film debuted its premiere on December 18, 1996, and it had its theatrical wide release two days later on December 20, 1996. The film made $6.4 million in the domestic box office its opening weekend that December, which I think that's pretty freaking good for a horror movie during the holiday season. The movie will go on to accumulate over $173 million in the global box office. This made Scream the highest grossing slasher movie for over two decades. For 22 years, Scream held the belt for the highest grossing slasher movie until David Gordon Green's Halloween 2018 came out, which really surprises me that it held the belt for that long. 
Not because I don't think Scream is worth it or shouldn't have, you know, had that sort of notoriety, but kind of, I think, speaks more volumes to the slasher genre as a whole and how often people are willing to go out to the theaters and see it. As I've listened to other podcasts and people that, you know, were, you know, grown adults during 1996, Scream was, you know, a pivotal movie at its time. It got people back into theaters. It got people back into the genre of horror. Is the first movie in a while that was original. It wasn't a sequel to another established franchise like Halloween or Friday the 13th. And it got people excited. It would later on inspire people like me to get really into the genre. So, with as big as this movie is, what does the trailer do? What does the trailer promise? The trailer promises thrills and chills and also some good laughs from Randy. I love how much they included the phone calls in this trailer because we all know how big that is. In terms of the Kill Grade episode that that I'm going to be doing because I'm thinking about kills right now, the trailer doesn't necessarily show any real violence on on, on the screen. Uh, It does a good job at previewing chase scenes, which, you know, that's exhilarating and that's awesome and that kind of makes you go, wow, this looks like not a boring movie at all. There's going to be creepy phone calls that lead up to awesome chase scenes and it's hard to see who's going to be picked off in this movie because again they don't really tease or preview kills in the trailer so i'll that that could be taken one of two ways that could be taken as okay there aren't as many kills in this movie so we don't want to preview it or there's there's a lot in store and plus it's a mystery movie so we don't want to give you any clues in the trailer as to who couldn't be the killer because of who you saw with the killer when and where this trailer is also just so much fun it feels like a warm cup of coffee just because of you know it's from the 90s we get that awesome voiceover which we don't really get in trailers much anymore um it's it's just great it 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 really entices you and it scratches that horror itch that you have to make you want to go see it i swear i can i don't know i just feel like i'm back in blockbuster whenever i watch these older trailers from the 90s it's just so fantastic getting into some of its accolades scream from 1996 holds an average star rating on letterboxd of four out of five stars it holds both a critic and audience score of 79 percent on rotten tomatoes which seems awfully low to me not gonna lie that should be at minimum 91% in my eyes. And from Roger Ebert, who wrote a nice little essay on this on December 20th, 1996, he gave this movie three out of four stars. What I find interesting from Roger Ebert's article on this is that he was fascinated with how much the movie was about movie knowledge. It was about the characters being able to reference movies, and that was very novel at the time and he would he even talked about how he thought it was amazing that the characters even had a tv knowledge of characters and things like that so i found that very interesting that that is what stuck out to him the most in terms of the kills and the graphic violence that um that stuck out to him in the movie that the movie presents this is what he had to say about it at the end of the article what did i think about this movie As a film critic, I liked it. I liked the in-jokes and the self-aware characters. At the same time, I was aware of the incredible level of gore in this movie. It was really violent. And the word really is bolded. Is the violence diffused by the ironic way the film uses it and comments on it? For me, it was. 
for some viewers, it will not be, and they will be horrified. I think that he's kind of speaking to how I, I've heard Eli Roth say this before on Shudder, on his um, History of Horror docuseries that he has, and he and other filmmakers like Rob Zombie and um, Greg Nicotero, they kind of all sort of agree that blood stains the eyes of the critics. And that if a movie is gory or bloody or has um, an incredible amount of violence, that it sort of uh, sways their bias a little bit more, uh, the critics, I mean, and how they grade and see, see the movie. I am kind of surprised that he only gave this movie three out of four stars because of, I mean, it is a clever, witty, smart horror movie. And while it is violent, I think it's more violent than some of his predecessors that it references, such as the movie Halloween from 1978. Um, And he gave Halloween, I believe, four out of four stars. I just did a quick fact check, and he did indeed give Halloween four out of four stars. So what's the difference between the two? I mean, there's a lot that could be said, but I'm not trying to say that Scream is superior to the classic Halloween movie, but a, I think a big and large difference is the amount of violence. The first Halloween movie is extremely violent, uh, but it isn't bloody, necessarily. There's not a whole lot of gore in it, while in Scream, our first two kills in it are extremely graphic and gory, with steam even coming from the intestines of the... Um, disemboweled victims in the opening 12 minutes. So I think it, I think blood does stain the eyes of the critics. Now, does it stain the eyes of the viewer, of the audience, the, the non-critics? I don't know. I think for horror fans, it kind of gives it extra points. And I think that's why on Letterboxd, that's four out of five stars. That's pretty high. Um, still shocked by the 79% on Tomatoes. But I also wonder for these older movies, how often that those are you know, actually reflecting the current uh, thoughts of a movie or the current opinion of a movie because, you know, how often is Rotten Tomatoes updating those older movies or how often are those older movies receiving reviews? Hard to say, but I guess my point is that this movie is violent and bloody and it is often paired with comedic moments that do make it ironic as Roger Ebert was kind of just detailing in his essay. I'm excited to get to the kills of this and rank them because there's, I think that the data on this is going to be interesting on how I already know what it's my number one. I think most of you already know what's your number one, but like getting into the middle of the pack, it's going to be interesting and fun. So I'm looking forward to critiquing the kills and grading them and seeing where everybody lands. So Shutter or Screenbox, which horror streaming service should you be using? Which features are you more interested in? What do they offer? What is their price points? Where can you find both of these things? Well, I got some good news for you. Tiffany Taylor, a writer over at horrorpress.com, did an awesome streaming service showdown breakdown for you guys. She compared Shutter versus Screenbox on many different levels, and not only did she just write what she enjoyed most or the benefits of each, she offered some nice graphical visual aid so you could really see the benefits of each one. Now, as a disclaimer, HorrorPress.com is not sponsored or promoted in any way by either Shutter or Screenbox. It is a true, honest-to-God comparison and unbiased opinion for each of the streaming services. 
And plus, you're a horror fan. You are a horror nerd. You want to know what is the best streaming service for you. What can cater towards your horror needs? So head over to horrorpress.com where there's other things such as editorials, movie reviews, and even now new stuff on horror video game articles. So horrorpress.com, what an amazing website. Links in the show notes. And be sure to give them a follow on Twitter. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. All right, everybody, as I am getting to wrapping things up, let me go ahead and preview some stuff that's coming to the show. This Friday, be sure to check out a fun interview I got to do with Orlean of the podcast Spooky and Strange. Uh, During my break, I wanted to kind of toy around with doing some more interviews, but a little bit more sort of like comedians in cars getting coffee, but with the horror podcasters getting together to talk about horror. So Orlean and I sat down, we had a really fun conversation, just like kind of talking shop about being horror podcasters, talking about the genre in general, and just, you know, what it's like creating content for folks like you. So hope that you come back on Friday to listen to that fun interview that we had. And also, over on the Patreon at patreon.com slash Horror, I will be having a rapid review for the Shudder exclusive movie, Bloody Hell. That movie looks like a ton of fun. Uh, the synopsis is or a little kind of preview that they have on Shudder is that a man with a mysterious past flees the country to escape his own personal hell only to arrive somewhere much, much, much worse. In an effort to survive this new horror, he turns to his personified conscience. The trailer looked bombastic. It looked like a hell of a lot of fun. Kind of had like an Edgar Wright sort of feel to it. So I'm pretty interested to seeing how this movie is going to play out. Looks like a action comedy horror slasher movie is kind of what it looks like. So I think that is going to be pretty fun. All right, guys, I think that's going to just about do it for today as a little synopsis or summary of today. Not excited about the Strangers trilogy remake. Pretty excited to do the Scream kill grade. And I am excited to watch Bloody Hell, which my rapid review will be available on Patreon.com slash Brecker Horror. I want to say thank you to everybody that is supporting me on Patreon.com. That is Tiffany, James, and Cleveland. You guys are awesome. I will see you guys next week with a fun kill grade episode and also this Friday with my interview with Orlean. Be sure to be following me on Instagram and Twitter at Brecker Horror. Check out HorrorPress.com. Links in the show notes. And I'll see you guys next time. Be sure to watch some good movies. Goodbye. It is so good to be back.